0: Our heavenly father we thank you this morning thank you for the privilege of knowing you because you chose us to know you thank you for the privilege of bringing us into your house gathered in the name of Jesus we ask that by your spirit Lord give us light that we may see in our darkness let your spirit guide us into the truth of your word as we live each day of our lives by your light which comes from your word give us understanding deliver us from every deception give us strength and cause us to walk wisely and live our lives wisely that in the end we would have no regret. but joy peace yes. and happiness yes. thank you for Dealing with us according to our sins yeah. but you deal with us according to your loving kindness thank you that you will be our God to the very end yes. and we pray that by the stripes of Jesus every sick person may receive their healing even as your word comes forth thank you for deliverance from evil thank you for setting our feet on a higher ground you praise, we give you the duration. As your word comes forth, let it be by your spirit and not by the wisdom of man. Deliver me from any intrusion, anything that is contrary to what you want to say. And may I receive from your spirit and say exactly as it is said, that the people will be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated and uh, it's good to be in Silver Lakes. I've not been here for a while, and uh, I think the pandemic is also giving us license to stay away. But you see, <laughs> the pandemic has not made you stay away from certain places. Even in the pandemic, the UK Prime Minister was having his party. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, he's a, he's a, you can see that he's a party man because there's a video, I don't know if, if that video is doctored or, you know, these days when you see videos, you have to be careful before you pronounce judgment because sometimes it's not what, what it is. But the way the guy was boogieing, you wouldn't believe that this is a prime minister. I tell you. But, well, I mean, what can he do? I mean there are problems, so we shouldn't be happy. Anyway. But it becomes hypocritical when in one breath you use the problem to advance a reason why you shouldn't do what is expected of you. And the same problem present. I mean present and you still go ahead and do what you want to do. Hallelujah. But I believe God is delivering us. Well, This morning, I don't know whether my sound is the best, but it's okay, we'll manage it, don't worry. This morning, I want to share with you the Word of God, and uh, particularly concerning us in Lighthouse Chapel International South Africa. To the churches that are listening, I'm going to continue on what I started last week. Are you, are you using one? Um, you are not using one amplifier, isn't it? So why do I have humming? Because then this shouldn't be giving feedback. Just check, check it and try to, so that I'll be free because I'm not a stationary preacher. Because I move, every part of me moves. Because in him I live and move and have my being. Amen. But to the branches that are listening, Oliven, Oliven, our chats and run back greetings in the matchless name of our lord and savior jesus christ like i said i'm continuing from what i shared last week about the seed time and the harvest time that we have declared this the theme of this year to be you see The revelation of that principle, if you don't think about it well, you would ignore it in your life and it will cost you. Remember that it was a revelation that was unsolicited. In Genesis chapter 8, verse 22. It was an unsolicited revelation. But is a revelation or is a word that was spoken by God out of his pleasing or out of being pleased by Noah. And the question I ask myself is what has a good offering? got to do with what you are saying. Verse 21. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, you know, Noah did what was pleasing to God. And by his work, by the work of one man, You see, Noah was not the only man in existence. I said, Noah was not the only man in existence. There were men in existence at his time. But you see, by the spiritual life of one man, I said, by the spiritual life of one man, God changed his mind concerning how to do things in the future now this is very important for those of you who say we are not following a man you know and I'm come, I will come to that And I, I, today I came for that and I came for you and I will make sure that all the pastors and everybody in the administration should listen to this message because you know I feel i can see how the enemy is making useless people that could have been fruitful oh yes 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 i can see clearly look if i was 22 years old then you say i don't know what i'm talking about but at least i've lived enough long enough i've not finished living but at least where i am i can have a clear idea where things are going and i see the enemy deceive people out of their blessing yes i see satan deceive people out of their blessing and remember that satan's work is to deceive his work is not to stop you by strength no 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 the strength of satan is in his ability to deceive you by that you will have all the necessary things you need For your life to be glorious in the eyes of God, but he will make you overlook it. And live as if provision was not made for you. Yeah. That's what what David told or cried when Saul died. He said, How can Saul die like he was not anointed? He He said, as if he was not anointed. Because, you see, he was deceived. He was deceived and decided to fight what God was doing. And his death was described by David, his successor, as his death was as if there was no oil upon his head. In other words, the person upon whom there's oil must die an honorable way. And many of many Christians' lives on the day of judgment will stand as if they were never anointed or they were never provided with the greatest power that ever exists. That's the Holy Spirit. And, and the reason is not because they didn't want to, but it's because they were deceived by the deceiver. And my duty as a teacher, as a pastor, is to expose the deceptions of the enemy the works of Satan in your life and that's what I will do you can say I'm not anointed that's powerful I don't have a problem you can say I'm not a good leader I don't have a problem as long as I am doing what I believe I'm called to do so that on the day of judgment I will never be told that I didn't do my work because the Bible says the priest lips people should seek knowledge at the lips of the priest. And as he's talking, saying that I shepherded him, what did I do? I didn't do anything special. I just shared with him the word of God at different stages of his life. That this one, when you do this, it will give you this according to the word of God. This one, when you do it, it will give you this. So don't do this one, do this. That's all. That's all. That's all. It's not like I manufacture some special wisdom from anywhere, no. I just went into the word of God and said, this is what God has said. Don't do this. Do this. And it will be well with you. And his life is going on peacefully. It's not perfect. But he said, no, don't do this. And anyway, let me not jump my preaching. Let, let, let's stay here. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground for any man's sake. I hope the sound is good. on, the, on the, It's fine. Okay. I will not curse the ground for any sake anymore for man's sake you see this is a man that is making god make such a pronouncement so so if you say you are not following a man you are are not wise especially when you're also a man and your fruitfulness is dependent on people listening to you and people following you oh yes because listen who am i to him i'm not his father i met him as a stranger he didn't know me from anywhere he just came to church and found this person is a pastor. And he listening. As he has listened, he can see himself whether what I said is stupid or is wise. Recently, I was telling you something about his father. And I said, listen, this is a person. That's how he is. Treat him like this. Because, you see, you may say, I don't care. I'm educated. I'm a mature scientist. You can be whatever scientist. If your father says it will not be well with you, you will see it for yourself. The last thing you want a father to say to you is it will not be well with you. Oh, yes. No matter how wrong it is, no matter how wrong he is, no matter his ways that you can't tolerate, never do anything. Never do anything that your father will say it will not be well with you. No. Because, you see, when it's all said and done, all your efforts and all your achievements depends on the wind's direction in your life when the wind is in favor of your direction you will go far when the wind is against you you will you will be where you are the best you could do is to just go around in circles hallelujah so you see we have a clear situation here where it says for man's imagination for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. You see, he, he knows, he has known this, God has known all the time, that man is like the seed of evil has entered into man. And, and, but yet, he's still changing his mind about his ways with man. Because of one man's obedience. I said, because of one man's obedience. And you see, that's what, that's what his sons didn't understand. And that's what particularly the, the, the dark son or the ham son didn't understand. That it, you are alive because of this man's obedience. Because when he was told to build an ark and that it was going to rain, it was not that it has rained before. But his obedience led to your salvation. Neither will I smite again as I have done. Then he went on to say, "For as long as the earth remain, whilst the earth remained, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease." He's giving you a revelation because these revelations will guide your life. Because when you are, it's the cold season of your life, you, you you see Satan tells you that this cold is forever. So life is not worth living; just die. But you see the revelation that nothing is permanent when i was growing up in a certain place in those places they had cars or like public transport with a lot of writings on it one of the writings as i remember as a child is no condition is permanent it's also do you remember I don't know whether you have any... They're right. They, 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 you see, those, those cars or those transports are messengers. Sometimes you say sweet mother. Other times you say, God is great. And I remember one particular one. I said, no condition is permanent. Because I tell you, when you are in an unfavorable condition, You've, you've, you can't imagine that one day things will change. And sometimes when you are also in a very favorable condition, you can't imagine that one day things can change. Hey, was... <laughs> are, 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 you, are you getting me? But you see, this revelation, if you understand it well, you will never make a permanent decision with a temporary condition. And I'm grateful to the mother God gave me because I would have made a permanent decision under a temporary condition. When I looked at how life was tough, life was difficult, I was doing well academically and at the stage I told her, I want to work so that I can help you look after my siblings because I can see your struggles. And she said, "Son, God has brought us this far. God would provide for us, so continue to go to school." That's how come I became a doctor. Yeah, that's so. Otherwise, I would have stopped, and I will be some, some one of those connection men do you get it it's like we, we do business selling things yeah but the, you see it's not that a connection man is not a man it's not a human being but you know the truth is that the higher you go the the, the more options you have you see i can the, I, as a doctor i've stopped practicing medicine i'm preaching Yes, so in the same way I can still do business if that's what I want to do but you see I will not if I stopped I didn't go to school to go to become a doctor and after some years I can't become a doctor again it will be tough because even now when I memorize the verse it doesn't stay it, it's not even memorizing the whole verse just memorizing the numbers it doesn't stay I, I don't know whether I'm the only person experiencing some of these things are you also experiencing it? Ah, but you are young you see by once upon a time I remembered everything I read and that was a season when I should have done what I needed to do. And by the grace of God, I did it. But, you see, so a revelation of this would make you understand and not make hasty decisions. And many of us, unfortunately, are making eternal decisions with temporary conditions. But may the Lord deliver you Amen. from such a situation. Amen. So, I'm progressing and saying, now listen... Because seed time and harvest time shall not cease. It means that you have to sow. That's number one. In order to have a harvest. You cannot have a harvest if you are not sowing. And don't let anybody deceive you that you can have a harvest without sowing don't let anybody that's that's you see when god says seed time and harvest time it's a revelation that listen there would be a a time when you have to sow there will be a time when you have to sow and there'll be a time when you have to harvest hallelujah so so don't let anybody deceive you and prevent you from sowing when it's the sowing season and also when is the time to harvest You must not let somebody deceive you to walk away from your harvest. Because many people have walked away from their harvest. You go and join a church. When there are three people, when there are five people, you come for every prayer meeting. You are going on outreach. You are there. You are moving, 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 moving. The church starts to grow. People start to join the church and because you have been there from the beginning everybody who came knows you and you have had an input a contribution in their lives and one day they are going to remember you or if not for what they will give you just to say that this person means a lot to me it's a blessing yeah you, you see when you don't have money you think money is everything but you soon grow to discover that money is nothing You need many more things than money. And money promises you that if you have me, you can have everything. But you are soon discovered, if you have lived a bit longer, that money doesn't give you everything. It can't give you everything. In fact, sometimes money makes having certain things even impossible. When you have money, you don't know when somebody draws near to you, you don't know why they are drawing near to you. And, and because you don't know why they are drawing near to you, you keep on sacking them by the things you do. Meanwhile, the person who doesn't have one-tenth of what you have always have people around them. Because to, the, to them, they interpret people drawing near to them as something else. About what, what, would, what does this person want from me apart from loving me and apart from being interested in me? What do I have to offer? So when the people come, you are always excited about them and they feel your excitement and therefore they always want to come to you and the person who is rich and has everything when you are trying to draw clothes it's a, it, it, most of them can't even marry it's just by the grace of God that they are able to marry most of them can't even marry because one of the first things that she wants my money she, she doesn't want your money she's coming to beautify your life make your life nicer but you see because you are rich so money is not everything so i i i I watch people god uses their lives to do things and then when it's time to harvest they walk away i thank god that i've not walked away since i joined this church oh yeah have i had reasons to walk away plenty will i be wrong if i had walked away yes even though i had reasons even though I had reasons, it would be wrong to walk away because I'll be walking away from my harvest. Oh, yes. So, the presence of a problem should not, you should not allow Satan to tell you that go away. No, 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 no. Go away to where? Where are you going that you will not find a problem? I mean, where are you going that you will not find a problem? Eh? Where are you going that you not find a problem? You have, you have sold seeds. I mean, I look at people today who were actually there were people who were starters of this church, like who actually were to get that to start. And for whatever reason, they decided to walk away. Where, what has become of their lives? I'm asking you, you those of you who know, I'm asking you, what has become of your lives? Where is the peace in their life? Yeah, what is the peace in their lives? You see, they, they become gossipers just waiting to hear. Have you heard? Have you seen? That's all, that's all they are doing. That's, have you heard? Have you seen? And meanwhile, 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 there is a responsibility waiting for you to answer. The life that God gives you, you have to answer. And you are using it to gossip. You see, I, I, the word I want to use to describe you I'm not going to use it, but you see, you are like a child sitting in a classroom, writing a test or an exam as a class, and you are busy checking your neighbor's work. He said, No, this one is wrong. You shouldn't write this. You should write this. Throughout the, throughout the exam session, that's what you are doing. You are busy. No, no, no. You see, what you are writing is wrong. You shouldn't write this. The, the question is this. Have you forgotten that your presence in the exam room is not because the teacher or the examiner wants correctness, but you are also. Is somebody that is being examined have you forgotten so you see somebody is trying to answer the questions to pass to get a pass mark and you are busy trying to point out to him or her the answers are wrong this is not this is you shouldn't the the, the plus sign should be on this side have you forgotten that you are also supposed to answer your questions so those of you that have decided to be criticizers and go on go on go on i can give you more faults to keep you busy oh yes i can give you more faults to keep you busy go on go on i said go on but as a pastor I can only say I pray for you that God will deliver you because the day of judgment, when it's over, when your life here on earth is finished, you would have to account. Oh yes, you have to account. What did you do with my gift of the Holy Spirit that I gave to you when you met Jesus? You see, most of us, when we read Acts chapter 2, verse 38, it doesn't occur to us that that verse tells us something that we would have to account for. Yeah. If you are born again, be careful not to be deceived by Satan. because most of us when we get born again we feel that we are doing God a favor and now that we are born again God should make sure that our plans and everything go well seriously who is leading who? and who is sustaining who? don't let Anybody deceive you. Before God, see, between you and another man, you may be something. But before God, you are nothing. And your opinion of yourself and who you are does not matter when God speaks. Mm -hmm. You have seen it. You should, if you have lived long, you should have known by now. You see, then Peter said unto you, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is what you have to account for. It has not occurred to you that you account for the gift of the Holy Ghost. It has not occurred to you before. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God that is meant to lead you, to guide you, and to work the, the work of God through you the question is did you submit to his leadership did you listen to his instructions did you allow him to work the works of God through you yeah that's what you have to answer or or you don't know You, you you think you think you are going to be asked how many girls did you kiss how many boys did you do whatever it is no 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 you see you see the core judgment is what you did with the provision that was made for your life. Many of the things that we have made major problems, if you were to understand that I have the gift of the Holy Spirit in me, and I have a duty to submit to his leadership, to be sensitive to his leading and his guidance, and to be yielded to his work in me and through me, if you have it clearly, many of the things that become sins will not even be there. It will not even be there. it's will not be a problem for you. Because He is the power. He is the power to make you stand where others have fallen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you see, as you are busy becoming a, a journalist, commentator of people who are trying to do something and seeing what is wrong. not doing your (laughs) portion it is appointed unto man once to die hebrews 9 27 it is appointed unto man not twice but once whatever you satan has deceived us to think is going to be judgment it will not be judgment no 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 I said, no. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. So, what makes you think you will not account for His presence in your life? What what makes you think you will not account for His presence? Time will not allow me. i would have taken you deep into the Word of God to get you to see why am i saying what i'm saying i'm saying what i'm saying to you so that you will not regret your life here on earth when you stand before the lord because there's a lot you can do even in your weakness even in your struggles there's a lot you can do take your eyes off somebody who is trying to do something and focus on yourself take your eyes somebody who is trying to do something and focus on yourself and also concentrate on writing your exam writing your paper yeah it's important it's important don't 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 allow the enemy to mislead you by focusing by directing your eye onto somebody who is trying to do something and you see god is the judge of all and to god one stands and the other falls or the other stands he's able to make his servant stand before him on the day of judgment Let me show you what God said of Zechariah, of of, uh, 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 Joshua the high priest, in Zechariah chapter 3. You see, the Bible tells us that there was a day when the sons of God appeared before God, and Satan was also present, he was there. And he was there to accuse The servant of God To God Zachariah 3 And he showed me Joshua the high priest Stand before the angel And Satan And Satan And Satan And Satan Standing at his right hand To resist him Mm -hmm. may you never be an agent of satan to resist somebody that is trying to obey god look do you know what it takes to just go against your flesh and your natural tendencies to obey god it's because you have you, you see and the funny thing is that all those that stand to criticize none of them have demonstrated any Ability to resist their flesh. Some of them can't stay with their wives. I mean, you, you can't keep a woman. Just a woman that you like a toy, you keep her nice, you make her happy. You can't handle it. You can't handle a woman. It's a shame on you. I found that most of them are disobedient to the word of God, number one. Yeah, of course. How would you be obedient to the Word of God when you have so much time to think about what somebody is doing wrong? Are you with me? Yeah. Meanwhile, you have the Word of God to keep. You need, you you see, you are also flesh. You need the power of the Holy Spirit just as I need the power of the Holy Spirit. And we are all being battled by Satan. It's not because you are doing his work he has some special favors for you. No, he doesn't have any favors for you. And the Lord says, And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke thee. Oh, Satan, even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of fire? Is not this a brand plucked out of fire? Do you know the meaning of it? It's a wood that was burning but that was not allowed to finish burning and has been removed just to restore it so whatever you are saying the Lord says I know it it's true, I know it but I I have chosen the person I still have the ability to use the person in the way that I want so some of you that Satan is always reminding you of your past get over it now that you are born again, get over it your past cannot stop God from using your life to do what he wants to do oh yes get over it you know I was this I, it's enough it's enough God you have received Jesus leave the rest to God I said leave the rest to God yeah. even those of you that have been criticizing and always say, look it's time to change and get it right Focus, ask yourself, when I stand before the Lord, how would I give an account of myself? I'm talking to you about seed time and harvest time. Don't walk away from your harvest. May you never walk away. Me, Lord help me. May I be buried in this church. It's not a perfect church. And the reason why it's not perfect, because I'm not perfect, and I'm leading it. (laughs) You see, so my presence makes it imperfect. It's not because of you. You know, it's me, it's me. It's me, it's me. Do you get it? My presence is what makes it imperfect. But I still like it. Yeah. I said, I still like it. Are you with me? I'm I'm very grateful that I met the man of God I met. Because when I met him, today, at least I can say I have a Christian life. It may not be perfect, but at least it looks like a Christian life. (laughs) How do I know it looks like a Christian life? Because I I, I now, without anybody telling me, i make corrections to my life when the word of god points it out to me Mm -hmm. so i'm governed and i'm trying to be increasingly be governed by the word of god yeah that's how i know and it's because i met a man hallelujah yeah let me let me finish my example so you see please maybe you can you can change it to an english translation so that we can all understand it isn't this a burning stick snatched from the fire so the lord knows what he has chosen you see satan is deceiving you standing on the rooftop shouting this is a wood that is is bent the lord knows what he has chosen don't leave your work and start and be employed by satan you you have the holy spirit somebody having the holy spirit is making the full manifestation of the holy spirit in his life by starting churches by leading people to christ by doing crusades and what are you doing what are you doing Can you not see that Satan is receiving you? Meanwhile, you you see, probably if you were to also give yourself to the spirit of God in you, in the way that he has tried to, you would have done a hundred times better than him. I said you, in particular, would have done a hundred times better than him. But Satan has deceived you and engaged you in an unfruitful business not knowing that let me ask you a question what is the harvest of your criticizing somebody that is trying to write an exam whilst you are also a student supposed to write the exam and you are spending the time the same two hours that has been given in the exam hall you are busy spending your time to criticize the person what will be your harvest because if there's seed time your seeds that you sown was criticizing somebody who was trying to do their work what will be your harvest think about it because there will be harvest for you you see satan will like to deceive you to tell you now so if the fact is there shouldn't we talk about it if it's obvious this is it yes You see, as you talk about it, what has it kept you from doing for yourself? I'm asking you a question. What has it kept you from doing for yourself? Yes. What has it kept you from doing for yourself? That's the question I'm asking you. I'm not saying you are not right in criticizing. My question is, what has it kept you from doing for yourself? Unless you believe that God has called you to come and criticize. Then we need to remove the scripture, who art thou that judges another man's servant? We need to remove it. We need to remove it so that you can then be free to judge. You see, one of the things I've noticed about God or I've observed is that when he calls you as a servant and you start with him and you are doing well and you deviate, he doesn't bother you. He leaves you to finish your course, but he starts with somebody else. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't mind restarting. He always starts with somebody else. When Moses was struggling to lead the Israelites, he just gave them a prophecy that another prophet shall arise from amongst you, and he will do one, two, three. So, why are you busy about? Have you called a person? then why don't you criticize me why am i here in silver lakes where is my church why have i decided to come here because I, I i didn't tell him that i'm coming here i didn't tell him that i'm coming here ask him what, did i tell you i'm coming here this morning i didn't tell him i'm coming here i didn't tell him i'm coming here i was there and i felt led to come here so my wife asked me this sunday where are we going i said i'm going to save alex So okay are, are you, are you, am, am I, I mean This is what I feel led to do I said this is what I feel led to do What's your problem You also go and do what you feel led to do Or you feel led to come and criticize me Who is leading who I'm leading him He's not leading me So if I'm leading him, then I should be able to do what I feel led to do. You didn't tell me you are coming. If you told me you were coming, I'd have prepared well and all those things. Now you came to spy on me. Nonsense. Nonsense. Let me tell you something. If you don't think properly. If you don't think properly. You will follow deceivers. Yeah, you will follow deceivers. But I challenge you to think properly. Analyze. Do you get it? Put two and two together. And analyze well. You see, I, I find myself to be very analytical. Very deeply analytical. I'm, I'm, I have a melancholic trait. The only thing about my melancholism is that it doesn't lead to negativism. Probably because of the presence of the colorism that is there. I'm quite optimistic. For me, everything can work. Anything, anything you want to do, it can happen. Oh yeah, that, that's, that's, that's anything. It can happen. So sometimes when I make excuses, I say, oh, I don't think it's great. My wife said, oh, you, I know you. If you really wanted to do it, you'd have done it. It's because you didn't want to do it. That's why you are saying what you are saying. Not because you can't do it. Or not because you wouldn't have given it a shot. And it's true. But you see, I do a lot of deep analysis to say what you are saying. Let's, let's ask ourselves, what are the facts? Do you get it? What are the facts? First of all, first of all, is does God choose a man or God chooses a group of men? So far, from Genesis to Revelation. I'm here to find a place where God chooses four people, five people to work with. He always calls one man. Even though the work is bigger than one man, he always calls one man. Why? I don't know. When we meet him, we'll all ask him. Are you with me? That's number one. Number two, he's sovereign to use anybody he wants to use. And therefore, your life is going to be blessed through a chosen vessel of God. Oh, yes. I said, your life is going to be blessed through a chosen vessel of God. You see, when Jesus decided to reach out to the Gentiles, he chose Paul he didn't choose, he had, remember he had 12 students he had stayed with for 3 years and one died and was replaced he didn't tell 3 of them to go to the Gentiles in fact, he went and chose his opposer you get it because he realized that, I don't know but when I put twenty and I realized that, he, he realized that Paul is likely to overcome the obstacles of the Gentiles if he Chooses these twelve people? No, 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 no. They fear for their lives. I'm sure. I'm sure you remembered what Peter did. They say, no, 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 no. I'm not going to choose these weaklings to go. In. I'm going to choose this guy. Yeah, he's a fighter. I, I have a fight for him. Do you get it? And and, and they, they, they they were said and the liar said, hey, Jesus, this one, ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus listen we know you are jesus we know you are the messiah and everything but listen we have something small to tell you maybe just in case the information is here to reach you this guy that you said we should go and pray for he has been fighting us he's been killing us like something jesus said i know just as he has been fighting me i need him to fight my enemies i'll turn his heart by the power of the holy spirit and he's going to be a fighter for my enemies and that he will be told that he's going to die and he'll say i am going to die hallelujah yeah so you see if you reject the vessel god is choosing to bless your life you're actually rejecting the help of god for your life Yes. And many of us, that's what we do. He say, we are not following a man. Listen, listen. Unfortunately, God did not give us an angel. He gave us a man. Do you get it? He did not give us an angel. He gave us an And the Bible has said that every house is built by some man. Though the builder of all things is God. In other words, God uses a man as a front are you with me yeah now if you don't feel that this man of God in this house in this church is for you I give you one advice please don't stay in the church and waste your energy and allow yourself to be deceived by satan go and find your man of god and be there please don't go out of christ in between the transition are you with me in between the transition don't go out of christ because that is dangerous but transition to another place Where you believe this is the man of God for you. I stayed in Lighthouse. Because when I went to the church, I understood the preaching. What he preached guided me, I understood it. It's as simple as that. I didn't see God upon him see an angel standing in the pulpit i saw a man who when he speaks to me i understand the bible who encouraged me to buy a good bible and when i bought a good bible i began to even understand the bible more who told me don't do this do this and when i didn't do what he said i shouldn't do and i did what he said i should do i saw fruit so that is how my life has been over the years Yes, now I have grown, but it doesn't change who he is to me. Yes, I have grown, but it doesn't change who he is to me. Secondly, he has never stopped me from reading my Bible. If anything, he has encouraged me to read my Bible and pray more. So listen, what he does or what he doesn't do, I don't know and I don't want to know. But what I know is that he has showed me the Bible and he has told me and taught me to read the Bible and be governed by the Bible and by the word of God. Many times he has spoken to me to walk in love. Not, not according to the rules in terms of this person has done this, this person. No. Say, walk in love. So, what do I have to say? That he's no longer my father? He should no longer be able to instruct me? No. He should always be able to instruct me. And he would extract me. In fact, if, if there's one prayer that I pray, I pray that he will live long. Because, because, God forbid, his early departure can be a crisis for me. Because he's one person whose word I obey. Yes. And I'm grateful to have somebody whose word brings a final conclusion to every confusion in my life. Oh, yes. As you grow, you understand, you wish there's somebody in your life who will say, stop it, and you stop it. You go, have you ever seen somebody fighting and they know that they are wrong in fighting? Everybody who fights believes they are right in fighting. It is only the end that they discover that they are wrong. Yes. You, and you wish there's somebody in your life early in the fight to still stop it. Before you have destroyed many things and regret it. Hallelujah. So listen, what am I trying to say to you? You see, this year, we must sow a seed of obedience to the word of God and receiving wholeheartedly the servant that God has given to us. And you see, if you question, if you question who he is, I ask you to do one thing, to analyze. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 38. You get it? He said something. That I want you to apply it. Because you see, many of our pastors, many of our church members, have rejected the wisdom of the house. And they have become poorer. And their lives have not been fruitful. Mm-hmm. One of the things is don't borrow. Don't borrow. Yeah, it's a, it's a wisdom. You, you reject it. No problem. It doesn't change your membership status <laughs> the only problem is that when you are poor and we are talking about advancing the work of god by giving and doing things, you get irritated it's, it's not that the message is irritated it's your state it's your state which is making the message irritable we can't talk about tithe because your borrowing has opened the door for the devourer into your life and your whole life is a mess so all of a sudden the word of god is irritating oh yes let me tell you something a depressed when a person is easily irritated check carefully normally when people are depressed when they are depressed the slightest noise the slightest noise is irritating is it the noise or is it the state of the person so you see when we are preaching serve the lord let's live for jesus let's go forward he came to die for us that we might live for him it's no longer i that live but christ Lives in me so if if we are preaching this you see it will be a palatable message if you are in a certain state but if you are in another state do you get it as as a result of disobedience to the basic word of God the message will become very irritating because as we are sitting there they are about to repossess your car they are about to do this I mean almost everybody is shouting and calling for you when your phone rings you ask who is that and you don't answer because maybe it's somebody from the bank or the body corporate or the lawyers are you with me now it's not you see it's not because of you we must change and start preaching God is going to prosper you God is going to bless you that you see it is everybody we are messengers you see, every church is a messenger of God." I said, "Every church, every ministry, is a messenger of God. I can't change the message that I've been given to deliver because your state, because of your state. I hope you are understanding what I'm saying. I can't change the message because of your state. You have to change your state by obeying the word of God so that otherwise, otherwise go to the church that has been giving message for your state. Instead of staying here and criticizing, no, because what you are doing, you are forcing us, you have made a mistake, you have rebelled against the word of God and you are forcing us to also rebel against the word of God and change the message. We will never change the message for you. I said we will never change the message for you. Unless I'm not the one here, if I'm here. And if your pastor changes the message, both of you will be poor. Because you have disobeyed God, how would he pour his blessing upon you? It's obedience that brings the blessing. The Bible says in uh, uh, Isaiah 1:9, If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Yeah, it's obedience that brings the blessing. Hallelujah. And you see, if we want to be blessed, we must obey God. I said we must obey God because there's a judgment day. There's a judgment day. No matter how long it takes, there's a judgment day. And may I be found faithful to be a messenger of the message that I was giving. Hallelujah. I'll not preach something different from what the builder of the house is preaching. And I don't have to preach that you are going to be blessed for God to bless you. No. God is not depending on what I say to bless you, He's depending on what you do and your heart towards Him to bless you. Yeah. So don't be don't fight me about the message that I've been given to deliver you don't need to hear any particular message I said you don't need to hear any particular message to be blessed you need to work on your heart towards God and let God find you favorable he will pour out a blessing without my permission yeah because God doesn't need any man's counsel to decide who to bless or not to bless hallelujah what you need to do is to do your quiet time and obey the word of God I hope I'm talking to you I hope you are hearing me and let's you see let's look god will prosper us but it will be prosperity with joy and happiness and uh, we will have the abundance of all things and still stand pleasing before god and god you see if you have peace with god and god is happy with you you will discover a happiness that is beyond understanding hallelujah so i want to encourage you there's more i would have shared but i think i just want to end here you know to take us forward we have to go forward There was something i wanted to i said john chapter something i think let me finish that portion give me five minutes i'll finish that portion i know my time is up but listen it's our church don't put pressure on me ah it's our church we came to church on sundays Sundays we come to church yeah don't stop making so many appointments on sundays and give it to god yeah donate it to god because he has donated seven days to you if you give him one back what's the problem what's the problem why are you making like god has not given you and the monday is not yours he gave you the tuesday the wednesday the thursday friday the sunday that you have to give it to him you have said god i can't give you all give him all i said give him all he will not use all yeah give him all let god find you generous (laughs) hallelujah yeah let let god find you generous great so i said john 38 you see, Jesus gives an advice, and this is the advice I want to give you, and I'm giving myself too. Are you with me? I'm ending with this advice from Jesus. One of the things I noticed about Jesus is that he didn't have a beef, like he didn't have issues with people that don't believe in him. He was patient towards them, maybe or because he knew the real spirit behind their problems. But you see, Jesus said, give me 37. He said, if I do not the works of my father, if I do not the works of my father, believe me not. So your duty as a, as a student As somebody who would analyze is to find out what are the works of the father and what are the works of jesus for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life the work of god is to give humanity everlasting life and deliver them from perishing is that what jesus came to do is that what was jesus doing we need to check, okay? So Jesus was telling her, listen, you don't believe who I am. I've told you that I'm a son of God. And your own Bible says you are God's. So how can you, when I'm not telling you I'm the son of God, you say I'm not a son of God. No problem. You don't have the evidence. You don't know whether I'm a son of God or You are not there. Okay, cool. Look at the works that I do. Is, is this the works of God? Are you with me? Are you with me? Is it the works of God? The 38. He said, but if I do, if I, in other words, if I do the works of God, even though you believe me not, believe the works. And when you believe the works, you will get to know and believe that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Because no man can do these things except God be with him. There are things that it's only God who does it. Are you with me? So, let, let's look at even our church. Look at Bishop Doug. Listen, listen. Is he a man of God? Is he called of God? What is he doing? He, okay, you, you say he's building his empire. W- what is he using to build his empire? L- let's analyze what how is he building his empire he's building his empire by raising people up to go and preach jesus christ is it the work of god or is it not the work of god he's, he's, he's building his empire by doing crusades to go and reach out to souls he's doing the work of god by by say, building churches the churches that he builds is it the work of god or is it not the work of god so why don't you think why don't you think yes in the process of doing the work of God there will be so many challenges there will be so many challenges because the work of God is not being done in heaven it's being done here on earth with the opposition of Satan present and it's being done by men that God is using so there will be so many challenges so the of a challenge does not negate the fact that it's the work of God Amen. the fact that Jesus was not received in his own hometown does not make him less does not make or does not change him from being the son of God Amen. I want you see I want you to really think deeply I know you guys are not used to long preaching but I'm training you because you see I can't, I can't talk to you and leave. The discussion in the middle of the road, I would have done you a disfavor. Like a girl told a boy, don't start what you can't finish. <laughs> listen, listen, but one of the things that I have learned and that I've observed is that you see the evidence, having the evidence does not necessarily change people's mind. Mm. Evidence does not necessarily change people's, people's mind. So you see, the fact that somebody is very strong about where he stands in spite of evidence does not make the evidence wrong. You see, because Jesus gave... This is God speaking. Jesus is God. He said, this is the way to analyze somebody. Analyze what they are doing see if it's a work of god and that should make you know that god is in them and they must be in god but you see these same people you see jesus teaches them they don't believe somebody who is not a bible scholar taught them they will not believe you see in john chapter 9 they opened the blind jesus opened the blind man's eye as he they saw the blind mind's eye has been opened. The first thing they ask and their first presentation is not the work that has been done that the blind can see. But their first presentation is you are breaking the Sabbath. It's not what the good that is being done. It's not the good that is being done. But it's what is being broken. Who made the Sabbath? Who made the Sabbath? is not god who set the sabbath so can he who decided that this is the sabbath can he not do anything else on the sabbath but you see they were not evaluating the work that has been done to say that this thing that has been done on the sabbath cannot be man's work so you see they had a serious conversation with a blind man Who's now can see, and he—he he not knowing the scriptures. Uses common sense to get them to understand, but you see, they will never understand because their heart is determined to rebel. Amen. So I don't waste my time trying to convince rebels. Yeah, and don't you see why I'm saying what I'm saying to you? That don't be fooled by the strength with which somebody presents a case. A rebel would always present a case as if he's right. Even when you present them evidence. Evidences don't change rebels' mind. And I'm saying this for your sake. Because you see, amongst us, we have people with dissenting views. Questioning the leadership of the church and all those things. Listen. Like I've advised you. Unless you can tell me your job. Your job, your God-ordained calling is to question the leadership of any God, any institution, or where you are. Then that one, I have nothing to say. But if that is not your calling, you can't categorically say that this is your calling. Then my advice to you is that where you are is leading you to sin is leading you to sow seeds whose harvest you will not like and neither will your children like. Your children will curse you for the seeds you sowed, because they will suffer for the seeds you are sowing. Oh yes. So my advice to you is that go to a place where this temptation, the leadership is what you want and what you you believe in, what you expect so that you are not tempted to, to sin. So that you can sow good seeds because seed time and harvest are waiting for everybody so my advice to you is leave this place don't stay in the church where you are you are brought to always criticize and no it's not good it won't help you are you with me yeah you see sometimes somebody is a rebel at heart but because of the leader they get they don't get the chance to manifest the rebellion oh yes that you are a rebel does not necessarily mean you must manifest it oh yes you see i always say that i've changed now but what i was if i had married certain type of girls or somebody a particular type of woman i could have been labeled or i could have been in jail by now or visited jail a few times yes i'm telling you but you see by the grace of god the wife that i got did not allow the negative aspect of me to manifest and when things lie dormant for a long time they lose their power and you see they also allow you to grow in your mind and to resolve conflicts in different ways today i can marry anybody because i'm more matured in the word of god and therefore whether you are a rebel or a, do, do what you want i understand what marriage is about for me marriage is like a walking stick i needed to climb a hill i needed to be a christian marriage is not the goal it's a walking stick to help you to climb the hill so anything that i get whether it's crooked or not as long as i can hold this small, small, we'll just use it for a short time we'll be done we'll be done we are not going to be married forever we'll be done Heaven, there was no marriage i'll be free you get it. but when i was younger i didn't have that mind so i will i will want to prove who is the man and most of the time they will they will they will provoke you and you will do the unthinkable before you realize pastor in in counterback yes. <laughs> for for assaulting wife yes but you see what i'm trying to say to you is that you may have certain tendencies depending on where you are those tendencies though negative are not allowed to manifest and you are not going to be judged for the presence of the tendencies but it is the manifestation which is the seed sowing of those tendencies that you are going to be judged for so go to a place where you are not you are not allowed to manifest your tendencies or the place does not lead you to manifest your tendencies maybe here we do things that is making you constantly a rebel talking 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 it's not good for you go go it is for your good and it is for our good because we know you when you have prospered, even though you don't belong to us, we still identify with you, and we'll be happy for you so that those who will prosper here, those who don't have any place, those for whom this is the place they are destined to prosper, will stay and prosper. But you see, Jesus said, now, therefore, says some of the Pharisees, this man is not of God because he keepeth not the Sabbath. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? understanding it they are reasoning and there was a division among them then they asked the man the next verse I'm done this is my last scripture they say unto the blind man again what says thou of him that he opened his eye and the man said he's a prophet he's a prophet I don't care whether he did it in the Sabbath or not what I know is that I've been blind And I've been with you guys for a long time. None of you have been able to pray to heal me. Now I can see. You see, whether your Sabbath, your laws and things, I don't care. Me, what I know, this man, he must be a man of God. He's a prophet. The next verse. But the Jews did not. You see, a rebel. Let Let me tell you something. Some of you who are here, don't try to convince somebody who is rebellious at heart you will never be able to you would never be able to you see it, it concerning that he had he had received this until they call the parent you see they'll go further anything you see everything you say to somebody who is, who is determined as a rebel and and those of our former pastors and bishops that are saying it, look most of them i can tell you they are rebellious at heart And funny enough, you see, when they were here, some of you did not even accept them. You were were not happy about them. But now that they are out and they are speaking evil, you are actually believing them. I'm saying, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Isn't it funny? You see, we are wise. I will not go and stand there and speak all the negatives I know about my neighbor because I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me whether they are saying something offensive or not i will never do that that is why i'll keep quiet but all i can tell you is that they cannot be right you cannot be right you, you have raised children you've not always been in their favorable books yes yes I mean, as a father don't tell me that your children are always happy with you they are they are not They are times why they are not but does that cease for you to be their father yeah and any of them dare any of them dare stand out and speak negatively about you publicly and we'll see what will happen to them even if you don't say a word yeah because you have labored for them for many years for many years for many years that they will go to school that they will have clothes to wear that they have food to eat for many years they don't know what it means to stay with their mother as a wife they know her as mama or mother but they don't know what it means to you as a husband to stay with somebody like that as a wife yeah, they will, and they will never know but you see the things you have bought for them so that you have a home where they can come my mother and my father are together my mother and my father are together there's always a home they can come when they need something you are there for them helping them and every time being there for them yeah the fact that they have not always been happy with you does not give them the license yes think about it somebody has looked after you for 20 years you have ate from his ministry you have clothed you have traveled you have done so many things and today you stand and you say all the nonsense you want to say and you say you should follow christ for yourself follow christ why didn't you follow christ for yourself when you got born again why didn't you follow christ for yourself when you got born again and who has has ever told you don't read the bible and believe the bible you're a rebel at heart but we leave you we i have nothing to say but you see i'm saying all these things for those of you who are sometimes tempted so gullible to believe these things yeah They're so you are so gullible see, it's like you are, you are disposed to believe negativities yes that's what I, that's the question that i ask you that as a father for years i've known you from the beginning of the church we've been there as a father to your children you have done so many things for them. You traveled, worked far away, just so that you can put bread on the table for them. Today they are grown. Today, when you say one, they can say two. In fact, today, when you say they'll tell no daddy, no, that's not the case. This is you can't do this. I tell you, I recently I was trying to get some things for my first daughter, and I told the guy, you know what? I can't choose for her. She has to come and choose because. You see, once upon a time, I could say, this is what I bought for you. Now, you dare not give them something they don't want. I said, you dare not give them something they don't want. It's no longer the same child. But you see, it does not change the position that you are still his father. Yeah. Hallelujah. So my prayer for you, Silver Lakes, as a people. Listen, this is a church. We believe in God as the holy God. We believe in Jesus Christ as a son of God and as our Lord and Savior. We believe that every Christian must live their lives for Jesus Christ, not for themselves. And we propagate that effort. We want you to be able to stand before God on the day of judgment with a smile and with boldness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. So all our teachings are geared towards making you rise up and fulfill your calling. Because don't ever think for a moment that some people are called and some people are not called. Christ died for all of us. The blood that was shed, some people didn't get more of it for their sins than others. It was the same blood that was shed. Your life belongs to Jesus don't be deceived that your life belongs to you it doesn't it doesn't because Paul said in 2nd Corinthians five fifteen that he died for all that they which live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died and rose again for them get it and get it right I'm not doing Jesus a favor by living my life for his purpose in fact he has done me a favor by saving my life from the kingdom of darkness and brought me into his kingdom i am a servant my life is meant to serve him not myself my needs it is his responsibility as my master hallelujah and so that is where we are going and that is where i want you to go spend time in your bible i said spend time in your bible don't be too busy to not spend time in your bible spend time to pray to god about your life not about your needs about his expectations of you And what you are not doing, what you should be doing. Don't let anybody deceive you. Because one day, you will regret it. But I pray that the Lord shall deliver you. And you shall by his spirit walk the path of righteousness. By his spirit, you shall do what pleases him. And you shall receive the joy of pleasing the Lord in every stage of your life. Whatever has caused you to cry, may you never cry again over it. Whatever has sought to deceive you, may you overcome it because of the light of the word of God may the Lord by his spirit impart to your life the greatness that comes by serving him and may he provide for your life the abundance of all good things may you never lack anything whatever you need may his angels bring it on time the wisdom you need for direction may you receive it the strength you need to say no may you receive that strength and the strength you need to persist may he come from above to always strengthen you let's rise to our feet thank you Holy Spirit thank the Lord thank the Lord. thank you Holy Spirit I wanted to pray and thank Him yes I know I've preached a bit longer but for this few weeks I'll be preaching a bit longer so anybody who's listening to me remember I said I'll be preaching a bit longer because there are things that must be set right And I have a duty to set it right. It's my responsibility. If I don't do it, it's my failure. So I want you to pray and thank the Lord for this, what you have received. Ask him to continue to speak to you. To give you deeper insight into what you have heard. That your life will be guided by the truth of his word. That every form of deception that has steered your life away from the path of righteousness be exposed and be brought back step onto the path of righteousness lift up your voice and begin to pray thank you thank you thank you oh yes thank you jesus thank you holy spirit thank you jesus thank you lord Our heavenly father we thank you thank you for your blessing that is upon our lives Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. We shall not neglect the precious presence of you in us, but we shall submit ourselves, we shall yield ourselves to your full manifestations through our lives. As you work in us, Lord, may you work through us that we will also be a blessing unto many. Let our lives lay out for itself treasures in heaven not here on earth but in heaven as you guide us and as you lead us by your holy spirit thank you jesus for today as every head is bad and every eye closed maybe somebody invited you and personally you don't know jesus as your lord and savior i need to let you know that you cannot have the gift of the holy spirit without repenting from your own leadership and coming to god and saying father i come to submit myself to your leadership completely i repent of my independence and i come to you just as i am and i i receive jesus christ as my savior by my declaration of him as your son who came to die for my sins, rose again on the third day. As every head is bad and every eye you want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand, let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Thank you, Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this moment and this hour. I thank you that none of us here have not accepted you, but all of us have accepted you. We thank you for this opportunity. Over and above, I ask that now that we have Jesus, we have you in our hearts, in our lives, we will live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.